<laughs> is is Carson Beck a baby rhino? I don't know. Welcome to My Got a Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 49 to 21 win over UAB. We talk about our experiences on Saturday and what stood out to us during the game. As always, remember to check out the newly redesigned mygotapodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at mygotapodcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, Oxia Time, at oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. So, JP, uh, you ventured out of town. I ventured to Athens, and uh, the dogs we came away. directions. <laughs> this is true. True. We didn't even... I waved at you as I passed. <laughs> I was going to say, did we pass like two ships in the night? I'm not. It's possibly. I, I'm not really sure about the. I was told there would be no geography. Mm. Fair. Fair. Uh, Fair criticism. You were coming from Charlotte, so I went through Asheville. So I'm guessing that that's like, you know, we were glancing blows, so to speak. Did you go? So did you go 85 to 26? Is that what it was? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, but and you guys went on Saturday. Did you drive on Saturday? uh yes okay. yes yeah yeah because uh, the uh, as of recording last time um i was talking about well i guess it was after recording because i think i texted you guys hey bad news sounds like like we actually have plans so like last yeah. last week we talked about like hey if i could get lodging figured out right like that was that was one of the sign-offs and then your right. your your parents the, the gracious panda ever the host um <laughs> <laughs> she she offered offered me to stay there, which was great, and I think some other folks reached out. So thank you if you if you were responsive to that with Jim and I. Um, but uh, I ended up not being able to go because as as we're on family vacation, my wife informed me that we had actually like family plans uh, once we arrived into town. So Got I couldn't it. just I couldn't just like skate off and and show up on Sunday. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so anyway, we ended up going to the Biltmore and had plans with uh, the folks that we're staying at. Shout out to uh, Rich and Rhonda. Um, we we went straight to the Biltmore actually on on Saturday. So um, we showed up at the Biltmore like right around probably kickoff for the three thirty games um, and did the whole you know house tour and all that kind of stuff and then went to dinner. Um, but uh, but yeah, it made it back. Uh, about 30 minutes before kickoff and had no issues we actually paused it right around halftime have dinner caught up um so if i was texting you there was a gap there where <laughs> i was trying to furiously to catch up that's funny um but uh but yeah so we you know i i didn't get a chance to tailgate but i was probably popping a top right around the time you guys were on your fifth or 13th beer <laughs> um so we'll get to that definitely was, not that many but i'll explain <laughs> oh right 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 well um i was um you know i was trying to be there in spirit um take the boy out of the out of the tailgate but you can't take the tailgate out of the boy kind of thing my wife would give me hell like oh, you're bringing a bear to the built more <laughs> i was like what i mean we walked we, i drank it while i walked down the hill to the built from the built more to the house did the tour and you know everything's fine perfect perfect uh um, but yeah that's the, that was my saturday so i sent everybody pictures sent the tailgate group pictures uh of me and the family walking down the hill having a beer in my um onward reserve 
koozie that you were so kind enough to 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 bring um but yeah it was it was a great saturday that's awesome i went with the same koozie with from my lineup on saturday by the way um, was it were you were you were you hopeful that it was going to be a blackout <laughs> i knew i guess you know i i i I was prepared and like sat out on my, my blackout attire, even had a conversation with Lily. Cause Lily came with me about like, Hey, you know, everyone's talking like I want to wear black. And, uh, I have a homemade them dogs as hell sweatshirt. That's black. It's like revert. It's not the one that Stetson had. Um, but it, it, it's, um, it's black with red lettering and mm. she had it on in the morning, but then she changed and, uh, which made Kim happy. <laughs> Because Kim was like, she changed into a, <laughs> she changed into a sweatshirt with no swearing on it. So that made mom happy. Yes. Um, she went you with need, like, you need to get her a, a, you need to get her a family approved version. I know I should, I can, I'll, I'll do that. Um, yeah, it was mine. She was, she borrowed my black sweatshirt. So she went with just like a red sweatshirt uh, nice. that she, she got from her grandparents. Um, but yeah, so no, yeah. I mean, I wore black. I, I know actually, you know, I, I posted my like, uh, pack up gear on Twitter like I usually do, and I know someone responded and asked uh, or commented. There's a whole lot of black you got laid out there. You know, do you know something? And I was like, No, <laughs> I know they're not going to wear black. Uh, it was it was discussed Hashtag at the at, inside sources, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. And then it it was discussed at the tailgate. Uh, I think uh, Bobby Wilson was given some grief by some folks. Uh, I know like Adam was given Bobby some grief. Like you told me it was going to be a blackout. It was pretty funny. Ah, um, uh, it would have been a good one. It would have been. It would have been. Um, but yeah. So Lily and I, we probably didn't pass you because we left pretty late. Um, mm. I let Lily sleep in. I was like, you know what? It's a night game. Um, <laughs> you know, let's just sleep in. We'll just go when when she gets up. So that's what we did. So we got there a little later. Um, you know, didn't like my dad had just had surgery, so um, didn't want to bother too much so we kind of we stopped in with them had a had a visit sat watched the end of the uh three thirty or the end of the florida state uh clemson game we watched the ending of that went into campus and then just just kind of meandered around did lunch at little italy um mm. was a major win uh it was awesome so that was lily's lily had never had little italy so i introduced her to little italy um bro like Carter was, had Little Italy when he was like three years old. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had never. There's had a it. picture of Carter walking around North Campus with a box of Little Italy. Oh man, and dude, he's got a little frat. He's got his little frat shoes on. He's got his hat <laughs> on. He's got like mullet going on. In the, like he's like three years old walking around North Campus dude, with she, a box of Little Italy. She loved it. She loved it. Shocking. Um, Shocking. So really. did that. Um, we we tried to go meet up with some old friends on, on North Campus. I didn't want to show up empty-handed, um, so I stopped at the miniature Target that's like on Broad Street underneath that apartment complex. It's basically where Munchies was when we were in college, um, although Munchies may have been something else by the time you got there. Um, I don't remember Munchies. Yeah, Munchies. I can't remember. It's it's like around. It's uh, like basically across. If you leave, go walk out, literally take a right, and then go left of the light. Just across the street oh, there. Oh yeah, the target, the target there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So I got a, I got some uh, creature comforts from there, um, and the, the people I was looking for are usually on North Campus. They weren't there, um, mm. so but it was so late I couldn't make it down to the South Campus. I t- we had talked about uh, trying to meet up with friend of the show Tim Riley uh, and Patrick, uh, but they were on South Campus, um, <clears throat> and so went uh, went up and met up with Hug Dog uh, for a little bit. 
before we went into the game. So that's where I saw Bobby and, and Dwight and Adam. So it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Always always a good day when you run into Hug Dog. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Good good fellowship. Um, hung out for a few minutes. Went in the stadium. We got in the stadium really early and got to sit. We, we watched everything with the band. Um, watched the whole pregame, everything. It was good. We had That's good awesome. Time. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, I was driving most of that time. <laughs> um, yeah. But like I said, you know, I, I, I had a greener pastures, so to speak, uh, coming to. And so um send some pictures to you guys in the in the dc thread and the uh the, the jones thread um but uh you know we're we're up here in barnardsville north carolina for those that that are aware um give me a shout out if you're in the area because i'll be here for a couple more days apparently <laughs> um <laughs> but uh but yeah we went up to with our hosts we went to the we went to the biltmore and then um you know, we went to Weaverville to have uh, downtown Weaverville, which is a really nice, super like. I mean, I was I was blown away by how great the restaurants were down there. Um, had yeah. some Asian some Asian food down in Weaverville uh, yesterday evening, um, but uh, Saturday, uh, the the folks that are hosting us were well aware of what was what was coming into town and they had the game queued up and recorded and had dinner nice. ready and they said john no matter what happens we've got the game ready to go uh also georgia fans uh rich is a graduate of uh, the air force academy um so he had already watched the air force which i believe played on friday if i remember correctly um but uh but anyway we we had uh we had the game queued up at their house uh ready to go and i you know, we watched kickoff, did the whole the whole nine. Nice. I will say uh, something we probably don't really need to talk about because uh, I guess it's kind of over now, at least. Uh, but when we were when we were at Little Italy, they had the uh, Dan Lanning uh, beat down of Dion going on, and Lily was just like in awe, <laughs> shock and awe of every time they were scoring. Because <laughs> I think it, <laughs> I think you know we got there it was like twenty one to nothing, and then you know they scored what two more times in the first half uh so we, we got to we, we that's that's what we are had on on the tv while we were there so that was pretty fun too as we've discussed i've been waiting for that moment um for quite some time um i have a feeling they've got a couple more of those coming coming their way um yeah let me know if uh travis scott and lil wayne and everybody uh shows up for <laughs> for those games after they have you know their third third loss of the season or whatever but um, right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh too funny. Oh man. So UAB. Uh you know, we is it fair to say we I mean we scored on the we received the opening kickoff and marched down for a touchdown. Is that a fast start, John? I I mean by definition that has to be a fast start, right? There were no yeah. slow starts. Um yeah. yeah, I mean that by and large, um feel like that's what if i'd have told you before the game had started that we would be six of six on red zone scoring touchdowns yeah um if i told you what the final score was um if i told you that carson beck would have thrown for how how much did he end up throwing for like 300 something yards Uh, almost 400 yards passing i feel like i'm getting there Um, i'm getting there yeah 338 338 yeah yeah 300 plus yards passing uh, how many touchdowns on those 
three uh, three uh three passing touchdowns three passing touchdowns right and i think did he have a rushing touchdown too yeah or? on the uh on the qb sneak which by the way bobo loves the qb sneak i don't he really does yeah <laughs> i'm not a huge fan of the qb sneak but uh particularly with uh someone like beck in there but i mean guys guys i mean he's i feel like that we've gotten every time we've tried to sneak it with him we've gotten it which is like do we have do we have a tebow on our hands like what's going on here <laughs> is is Carson back a baby rhino I don't know um no uh so yeah I mean he threw for almost you know over 300 yards passing we had over 500 something yards of total offense like if you if you'd have had all that information in the in the pregame like what would you have said that people would have said about this game they probably would have been or and, and oh and and by the way uh Brock Bowers had a, a pair of touchdowns had over 100 yards receiving right like yeah if you'd have, if you'd have thrown all those facts out to the average Joe Schmo walking along campus tailgating or at Little Italy, um, not a sponsor yet. Um, if if you'd have thrown all those facts out to people, like what do you think that their general response would have been? Yeah, I think they would have been well on the offensive side. They would have been like, "Did Munkin come back or something yeah. like that?" You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think you know maybe you question. Uh, the points allowed, but I think this could be easily ex- explained away by a couple of things. Um, it, it is funny on that note. I, I know we like we joked that uh, the expected points or the predicted score by um, by Odd Shark, not a sponsor, seemed really high. Um, like on points scored by them, they had tw- they had twenty nine point four, which still way too high. Um, but probably got a little closer to that than I would have expected. But offensively, heck yeah, man. I mean. Uh, only the guy who sits behind me would disagree with that, John. <laughs> yeah. Was it the same guy that was telling, like, he was yelling at you about, oh, 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 and by the way, like, we we had how many how many yards on the ground did we have? Uh, rush yards in the game, we had, let's see, I mean, 100 was, and, 193, yeah, 188 net. Yeah, almost, almost, almost 200 yards rushing. Yeah, like, yeah. seriously, like, throw that on top of the fire, right? Yeah. Like, if if the guy behind you has been screaming about uh why are we running it up the middle? Why are you running the ball, Bobo? We need to throw it, we need to air it out, like bro, like if you're complaining about Bobo after this game, you have Bobo derangement syndrome. Period, end of story. Like, bro, pack it in, you're done. Like yeah. I can't yeah. I can't even with these people. Agreed. That was my that was my complaint. I, I don't want to take too much time on guy who sits behind me, but like <laughs> please when you're there <laughs> when you're when you're scoring that many points like what what do you what do you what do you really have to get upset about <laughs> yeah yeah no, so i mean yeah. you had a garbage touchdown you had another touchdown where we gave him like a short field like you yeah. could you could you know, like, there's there's definitely like bones that you could pick on the defense like yes. why are we why are we giving up that 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 kind of why are we playing so soft but at the same time like i i, I don't know what i expect them to do when they're missing bullard they're missing uh michael uh michael williams right like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i wish he was sick uh so quote unquote sick which yeah uh, follow follow dog central if you want the real story (laughs) um but uh but yeah i mean like i mean we're missing we're still missing our number one receiver which jim we keep winning these games without these receivers i keep hearing over and over again that if you don't have your receivers that you lose these games so like we're at some point like when yeah. does that get completely vaporized mm. 
Yeah, uh, I, I, I've uh, this just in. I'm being told it's different if he's been out since the beginning. It only counts when you lose him late in the season. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I, I saw someone earlier today say, like, oh, it's because of your strength of schedule. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, Last I checked, we have the only undefeated SEC teams left on our schedule. Yes, true story. <laughs> true story. Still, still true story. I'm just um, saying. Let's see the. With with the fast start thing, I I did like. I mean, we saw something different, right? I mean, we came out throwing. I got super excited just on the first play of the game. First play of the game, we took a shot. Um, what eight straight passes called by Bobo uh, before we called a run? Um, okay, I'll I'll let you finish, but I'll I'll definitely want to circle back on that comment because I definitely have some feelings about some of that. Keep going. Um, no, that that's what that's what I want to talk about was how we how we started that game, how we came out throwing. What? Okay, okay. So if you want to pick some bones about Bobo, let me let me put myself in the crazy person behind you. Okay. Um, situation. So there was a series, and I, you know, it it escapes me um, when exactly it was, but there was definitely a period of the game where we were definitely cooking like Edwards was cooking on the running game. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden we get to a situation where we start throwing the ball around and it's like, dude, like if ever there was a time to run the ball, Bobo, it's right now because Edwards was Edwards and bell were just like cooking. Right. Okay. Um, and I, I kind of got mad that he started throwing the ball around. And I remember I tweeted it out. I was like, just run the dang, run the dang Edwards or something like that. Um, yeah, I, there were definitely a couple of points in the game where I wish that he had called some more running plays and after running it. Yeah, yeah, I I, th- I do think I think the thing to to remember there is the long con theory and <laughs> right and that we're that we're using these games we're like looking for situational things we want to work on in games like I this. I agree. Yeah. So and I and I think you could see in this game we were really working on stretching the field getting some of the vertical passing game going. Um, we saw the two deep shots that should have been touchdowns, both the oh. one to the overthrow to Meeks and then the maybe overthrow to Arian Smith slightly, but was definitely catchable. Um, so those were, those are frustrating, but yeah. again, for the Bobo haters, those guys, he's got receivers, you know, he's calling the plays. He's not throwing the ball or catching the pass. He's got receivers running wide open from, from the scheme. So there's at least yeah. that. Yeah, just like just like we talked about in uh, the first national championship season, which let's take a drink to that. <laughs> what a, what a time to be alive! The first <laughs> national championship season. Um, yes, yes. But uh, but yeah, the 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 plays were there, right? Like the yeah. plays have been there all season long. Like there's been multiple situations where we've had the coaches have had the players in the right positions, and it's just on the players to execute. Whether it's a whiff block by Bowers, an overthrow by Beck. Someone's not running the right route. Someone's not putting hands on a receipt on a on a on a receiver to or a cornerback to block. Yeah. Um. There's there's little little things all over the place that have happened, but the plays have definitely been there, particularly for for Mr. Beck if he if he wanted them. Agreed. And then we I- really saw. Brock Bowers do his thing, which I know you've been waiting for. You've been waiting yeah. for him to do that for his, you know, a- a- award uh, potential. And the, I mean, and he did, he did everything in this game. Uh, yeah. The, the moves, the cuts. Flowers. Yeah. He does the cuts, the, dude, the stiff arms. 
uh, I saw some of the most impressive stiff arms. I mean, he was just throwing would-be tacklers off of him uh, and then leaving them leaving them in the, in the dirt with his cuts. It was amazing. I mean, the the, the one touchdown on the – I think it was the one on the wheel route where he basically just, like, stopped and those two guys fell over and then he ran to the end zone. Yeah. So I'll give you a uh, I'll give you a little a little anecdote from from here in uh, Barnardsville, North Carolina. Um, shout out to Rhonda. Rhonda is our, our was our is our host, um, family friend of my wife. Um, wonderful woman. Um, she's a huge Braves fan. Um, watches all the Braves games. But uh, but she actually during the game was sitting there watching. They're, they're Georgia fans by default, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh but she actually asked a question she said who's that boy number 19 <laughs> she, she actually said she actually said he doesn't look like he's that big but he's throwing these boys <laughs> like they're <laughs> ragdolls <laughs> amazing i was like oh let me tell you about a guy named brock allen bowers <laughs> <laughs> Oh man yeah that it was it was fun to watch man it was fun to watch in the stadium uh I don't know. I think there was at least twice where he just threw guys to the ground. So, yeah. And I, I know well, one of the things that uh, Graham coffee put pointed out in this 12 takeaways was just like how many of his receiving yards were yards after the catch. Um, he wasn't running super deep routes other than the wheel route and the touchdown, everything else was pretty short and it was just Brock, you know, doing Brock things. So it was impressive. I'm going to tell you, um, I, I, I've mentioned it on the past, on the past review games. I, I believe that we are in for a Bowers deep pass. Like, I feel like that there's going to be a, a way that there, because if you look at the way that these guys have been, have been running the routes, like over the middle has been open so many times over yeah. the last several games. Like we, you saw Arian Smith get overthrown. Who was the other guy that got overthrown? It was Jack Jackson Meeks. Jackson Meeks. Yeah. Okay. So, and those were both like over the middle plays, right? Yeah. So, I mentioned it on one of our previous episodes. I can't remember which game it was, but there was, it was a South Carolina game. Um, there was, there was definitely a formation where like Bowers was, was swung out wide. I want to say it was an empty set, but like there, there are different looks that I feel like that Bobo is getting that I feel like that at some point he's going to hit Bowers and on a seam route or, you know, a drag route. I don't know, whatever, whatever, however you want to call these plays, but like at some point Bowers is going to be going deep over the middle one on one with either a safety or a linebacker. And he's going to get, he's going to get behind someone and it's going to be for a big gain because I feel like that it had, he been in those situations for like, uh, was it the Arian Smith one that he kind of dropped? Like, or yeah. I mean, you say you dropped, like he definitely got his hands on it. Right. Right. He Yes. In my opinion, Bowers catches that catches that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if Beck got enough air under it. He definitely didn't get enough air under the one at Meeks. That was the problem there. But then he put air under to Arian. I think it kind of floated to the middle a bit. I'm not exactly sure. But yeah. I mean, Smith got to it. He touched it. Um, but right. both of those were coming right at where we were sitting. So and <laughs> both of them there was a big ah <laughs> running oh, from yeah. the crowd. You know, because like you're just ready to jump up and explode uh on both of them. So I mean, it's been it's been there all season long. Like we've seen it a couple of times where it's like, oh, well, you got these guys running by themselves. If you throw it to them, it's a walk in touchdown. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I, I I don't know. I I feel like that I love the fact that they're trying. And to your point, like I feel like that you were correct because it felt that way to me. I'm like, dang, we're really letting it loose, aren't we? 
Yeah. And here's a couple of things that I'll say about that. So with the the deep passes, so I've been calling for it all season. We, we've talked about it on the podcast. Like, why are, why aren't we taking shots? Why aren't we doing these things? And yeah. I feel like they're, they're, they're easing into what they, what this offense is eventually going to, to morph into because by and large, the last four weeks have been, you know, practice, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, uh, working in people that have either been hurt, working in a quarterback that is new, working in offensive linemen that are filling in for people that are hurt. We're, we're rotating guys around all these different things. Running backs been hurt. Wide receivers been hurt. Everybody's been hurt. Um, Corson mentioned to Kirby in the pregame that like, you know, this is the most injured that our team has been since Kirby has been at, at Georgia as, as a head coach at Georgia. And I would actually say that this is probably as hurt as Georgia has been in, I would say probably 10 years. I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, if you go down the roster and look at who's hurt and you were to translate that to the 2000s when Rich was here, if if I was reading this injury report, I would sit here and be like, oh, man, we're going to lose every game. Like, what what the heck? Like, But that just speaks to the depth that we have um, under Kirby, and it speaks to you, the recruits out there. Like, good Lord, if you're a recruit listening to this, like, please – like just recognize like there's going to be opportunities for you. And if you're a dog, you're going to get an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But as far as like the deep shots though, like, I mean, they're there, like he's trying. What what I'll say about the deep shots in and of themselves is that Beck, there were several points during the game where it was very clear. We were trying to go deep. Like Mm -hmm. he wanted to take shots, but Beck was holding on to the ball for an incredibly long amount of time. And that's a long, like there, there I, I, I've joked about this on the podcast. Like I, I would love for someone that's much smarter than me that has much more, much higher means than I do to, to, to figure this out. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like that his release, like the time that he takes the ball to the time that he throws the ball that if you were to take a stopwatch and clock it, like just look on, on average, like how long does it take back to get the ball out, out of his hands? I feel like it's an absurdly long amount of time. I need to look it up because I, you've said this, John, and someone commented on it somewhere and I'm totally blanking. I'll look for it and I'll send it to you. (laughs) And then maybe I'll tweet it whenever I find it. But someone did either talk about that on another podcast we listened to, or I read it somewhere. And it was, he was getting rid of the ball faster than you would think. I'll say it that way. I don't know that it was like Mm. as fast as Stetson, for example, but it wasn't like super long. Um, I'll see if I, I'll see if I can find that though. So that's the comparison though. Right. 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 So I, a a couple of points, like there was, there was a situation where like he took a sack and it's not the first time it's happened this season, but like on the replay, I was like, guys, look, this is what I'm talking about. Like, He's, he's taking one, two, three, three steps. And then it's like five, six, seven, like, like throw the ball away. Like you got to get yeah. rid of the ball, like make a decision whether or not it's to, and then, and then like he eventually like tuck it, he tucked it and tried to run. But by that mm-hmm. point, like there was nowhere for him to go and he ended up taking a sack. Yeah. So like you have to have these, this internal clock. That's like, okay, if I take a three, three second drop and if I'm on five, five, six, like my ball is either out or I'm taking off. You know what I mean? You yeah. gotta, you gotta run through your progressions. Maybe I'm being too critical, but that's just how it feels. Like yeah. if you're like really being critical of the quarterback play and Bobo and blah, 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 blah. Like at some point it comes down to like, Hey, we, we wrote these plays up. Like you, I can't imagine that Bobo is telling him to sit in the pocket for five, six seconds. Yeah. 
it's it's not that long. I, I promise you that. But uh, <laughs> right, whatever. But yeah. Whatever the case is. No, like, but that's what I know. What you're saying though, because sometimes it's like you're like I feel this way, but you want to see the data to like confirm right. or disprove, exactly. and it'll make you feel. I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna make you feel better. I'm just gonna. I, I'm I'll, sure that it'll make me feel a little bit better, but I want to see some comparisons. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Him versus others. Tell me, like, oh yeah, Carson. He's got like it takes him three seconds to throw the ball. Okay. Great. That sounds pretty good, but like, what is it? What does it compare to, like, a quote unquote elite quarterback? Right. Like, what are the release times for for Stetson in his 2022 championship run? And what was Stetson in 2021? Like, yeah. What was yeah. what was Jake Fromm in 2019? You know, those kinds of things. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find it. I know I saw it, and I forgot to send it to you. And I'm picking myself, so I'll find it again. I'll send it to you. Right, 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 right. So, Dog cool. stats. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was Josh. Oh, yeah. For all I know, it was Josh. That's what I'm trying to. That's or, what I'm or, like, or dog quant. <laughs> I'm like, why can't I remember this? Uh, all right, why don't we take a, a quick moment to remind everyone that season four of My Got a Podcast is presented by Oxia Time. Uh, so Oxia Time is a custom watch c- company. They make Swiss timepieces. Uh, you've got to check out their 2021 and 2022 Georgia National Championship collection. Uh, they've got multiple uh, designs for each championship team uh, with multiple color schemes, designs, uh, watch bands, etc. Et um, so be sure to go check it out at oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. And you can use the code MyGotAPodcast to get a presentation box to go along with that watch as well. All right. So... We said if there were things to pick on to nitpick in this game, it was it was maybe some things in the defense. Um, I'll say like two things. One, you know, we need Javon Buller back. Uh, he would he makes such a big difference, um, and we definitely were missing Michael Williams. So there's that. You know, the 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 short touchdown drive. Like I'd rather keep him out of the end zone, but that was a short field given up by special teams, which we can get to that in a minute. Um, but really, I think the the only like concerning thing and i don't know how much of a concern it was but um to nitpick with the defense was the, the two minute drill so that two minute drive um which really was kind of jump started by kirby taking a timeout uh trying to get more points before the half ended uh, trying to get the ball back and it was it seemed like again with like feelings john it, it felt like trent dilfer and company were probably content to run out the clock and then we called timeout and that kind of like ignited them and then they went down and scored um, yeah yeah so it definitely that definitely is the case in my opinion so yeah so i know kirby has basically said like you know hindsight maybe shouldn't have taken the time out or he said something to that effect in his press conference um i would agree um you know seems like maybe he was mad about the whole uh flopping injury thing which we didn't think about that i don't know if you even saw that it was <laughs> no, yeah, it was absolutely no, ridiculous yeah and no the replay was even worse yeah they <laughs> they they talked about that uh on the interwebs <laughs> which and that was when that happened that was what led to the the kirby gif when he was like signaling for the ref to come over to him and saying yelling stop stop it or or something uh i know you, you made that gif during the game I did make the gif, but I, I thought he was saying something else. No. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> know what he's something something more sorry Carter-ish. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, I don't know what he was saying. Uh I need to look at it again. But yeah, but that was from that play. Uh or from the flop. But at any rate, so but that that drive was frustrating. Um we did let him convert on a fourth and one or fourth and two. That yeah. was kind of frustrating. It did that that conversion did not lead to points. They ended up punting on that drive. Um but you know, so th- those those are the things. If I wanted to nitpick on things, um, but otherwise, we let, uh, we let them get part, back into the game in the second quarter. We did, 
We did. At the um, end of the second quarter. At the end all, of the second quarter. Times. Yeah. And then really, <laughs> and then like throw gasoline on the fire. We fumbled again on special teams. So two special teams fumbles in the first half, one on punt return, which led to the short field for their first touchdown. Then, you know, we had the timeout. They, they get the two minute drill. They score mm-hmm. the touchdown. And then we fumbled a kickoff. I mean, it was a comedy of errors right there late in the first half. So, yeah, if I'd have told you, if I'd have told you we were going to have three turnovers on that game and that game and give them short field on on multiple situations and we won 49 21, like, yeah, yeah, agreed. You you know, if if you wipe away a couple of those turnovers and the game is a a much more significant blowout. Oh, yeah. If not, if not worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first one got them into the game. The, you know, the, the first turnover, um, mm-hmm. I had it was a, right before half. Cause I remember, I remember saying like when, when they got that short field, I was like, well, so we had, we had, we intercepted them. Right. And then went down and scored. Right. Yes. And then so, we tried then, to, yeah. So we, we, we turned the ball over and I remember telling my, uh, our host rich, I was like, there it is. So they get the ball back. And I was like, well, we just we just punched one in right before halftime, so that, that's good. And then all of a sudden, like they came down and scored, and then kicked kicked the field goal or, or kicked off, and then all of a sudden they turned it over. And I was like, well, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully we kept them out of the end. <laughs> that ended like in the most the weirdest. Like everyone was calling timeout, and then they just threw an incomplete pass, and then the half was over. Um, that was kind of weird, but yeah, it, I mean the. Uh, can't can't turn the ball over on special teams like that. That was mm-hmm. that was frustrating. Um, we need to work I, on that, Mister Muse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Um, I and, guess I think I think that to that point, like I, I would say that like I've seen I I feel like I've seen that turnover earlier in the season. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So this is what he does. Like he 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 goes into these situations and he's like Mighty Mouse and he's super shifty and he's trying to do these things and what happens is is that he's 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 twisting and he's turning and he's he's trying to move move around and get out of get out of these tackles but what happens is is like you're supposed to tuck the ball right when as soon yeah. as you get hit as soon as the contact happens that ball's got to be secured right but right. W- when he's when he's twisting and turning and trying to get out of these things that ball came up and it got knocked out like that's that can't happen yeah agreed i'm i'm sure he's getting uh getting that drilled into him this week. Agreed. Like at some point it's not worth uh, the risk of fighting for those yards. Right. Two go yards, down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Go down. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I, I think the same thing basically happened with bell. Although, I mean, bell got hit, you know, it was a weird kind of squibby kickoff. Bell's not really expecting to return the kickoff there, but uh similar thing, fighting for yards and he got, he got rocked pretty hard um, to cough that up. So, um, yeah. but yeah, um, I don't know. And actually, I, I guess really the, the big thing, though, from this game was the the graphic they got, they got flashed up late in the game on uh, the best head coaching record through 100 oh, yeah, games yeah. at an SEC school. So Kirby, 85 and 15 in his first 100 games, better than the likes of Bear Bryant, Nick Saban, Vince Dooley, um, anyone. So I did I did figure something out. I was really confused because they kept saying that it was uh, had passed Bear Bryant's winning percentage and then Nick Saban's record for on-field wins. And I was like, why do they keep saying on-field wins? Like, what are they talking about? And I think it had to do with, uh, I think technically Bear Bryant had the best winning percentage because he had a bunch of ties. 
Mm. Um, but Saban had the record for most wins in the first hundred games, and Kirby bested both of those. So, yes, he did. So that's pretty sweet. Yep, that's gonna it's gonna leave a a crater a crater in the hearts of the Alabamians out there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure, agreed. Uh, let's see. You want to check in on coaches over unders? Um, yeah, we don't need to do. Hey, I, you know, I only I'm only ahead by one. So <laughs> I went it's six like, and two. I've got a slow start. I've got a slow start. I went six and two. You went uh, five and three um, in the game. So I am now twenty and twelve on the season, and you are nineteen and thirteen on the season. So Coach Trail, thanks again for checking those, providing them to us, and checking them for us. Appreciate it. Um, and then bonus, uh, coach Trill, uh, supplied me with my question that I submitted to the bulldog brunch mm. on Sunday morning as well. So shout out to coach Trill for that. Ooh, shout talking, out. Talk about bulldog brunch. <laughs> you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah. well, so again, yeah, shout tell out to the, hug. the bacon wrap shrimp. So shout out to the hug dog. Uh, Jason, thank you again, uh, for getting us set up with that. So yeah, so Lily and I Sunday morning ventured to the hilltop grill, which opened the night, David Green. No, okay. <laughs> we've all heard the ads um we went there uh we actually got set up in like a two-top table like literally right next to where jd and uh kevin butler are recording and doing the doing the bulldog brunch um it's pretty epic um they had some technical difficulties so for those who listened to the bulldog brunch they couldn't take calls um they're Ooh. so every week killer um, who is a, a lovely lady from Kennesaw is always the first call. And, um, you know, she's, she, she was like, Hey, Kevin. And Hey, Kevin and Jeff. And, you know, started kind of in her usual thing, but then she's like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And then like, they talked to her and then she said, Hey, Kevin and Jeff again. JD was like, are we stuck in the loop? Like what just happened? And uh, so anyways, they couldn't take calls. So what they ended up doing was uh, they asked folks in the audience, if anyone wanted to ask a question, um, so I had like brain freeze and texted you and coach trail and, uh, outsourced. Did you guys have any questions to ask? And coach, coach gave me one. So I asked that, uh, which, which they, they said was a great question and they really liked it. It was actually something we talked about earlier. The, uh, the fact that we had started off with eight passes and that Bobo would seem to run to set up the pass under Rick, but in this game, maybe we passed to set up the run. And, and what did they think about that? Um, and Butler actually said that he felt like Kirby had challenged Bobo, uh, to attack the defense early and to attack vertically. Um, so I thought, thought that was an interesting answer. Um, but aside from that, you want to hear about the food, John. So we did start off with the bacon wrapped shrimp. It was excellent. Um, Lily got a steak sandwich uh, with Ooh. fries. Uh, it looked amazing. Um, that's, a big, that's a big, bold, bold strategy, Cotton. It was, it, it was her, both her brunch and like actual lunch. Uh, she, she took the rest of it to go and ate it in the car on the way home. Um, nice. and then I got uh steak and eggs. So I had uh steak with eggs or medium and, uh, the red mule grits on the side, obviously. Did you get the bacon wrap shrimp? Yeah, that was the, that was the appetizer. That okay. was the appetizer. Okay. Yeah. And they were, they were excellent. And I can confirm that when they talk about eating the bacon wrap shrimp, they actually do eat them during the show. In case you're wondering, they're I mean, commercials, obviously, cause they're professionals, but. I mean, what what better way what better way to kick off a Sunday afternoon, a Sunday morning than eating some bacon wrapped shrimp? It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, I actually met uh, a listener. I met uh, I met Scott Green. Scott had gone to his first ever Bulldog brunch, 
um, and spotted my hat. And we start struck up a conversation off that. I was wearing what you're wearing right now, John. I love uh, it. Yes. The white I got a podcast hat. I was actually wearing that shirt too. You're actually wearing what I wore to the Bulldog Bunch. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing your attire. <laughs> this is what I brought. Yeah, I brought the, the light uh, up Stanford. Uh, yeah. Too funny. So right, shout out. What are you wearing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So shout out to Scott. It's great to meet you. Um, but hey, if you want to get a My Got a Podcast hat, you can head over to mygotapodcast.com slash store. Check out our new site. Uh, that was uh, powered by Working Web Media. They set that up for us. Um, so if you've got a small business and need any web design help or just any help with your online presence, be sure to check them out at workingwebmedia.com slash dogs. So yeah, get you a hat. that's right. That's right. Both hats we're both wearing. Uh, either of these, they're both available on the site. You've got the better never rest hat. I do. Sorry. I've, I'm now forgetting that we're primarily an audio medium. <laughs> We, we we branched into the YouTubes. Yes. So if you want to watch you watch watch us on YouTube, uh, you can get our beautiful backgrounds and all of the audio visual uh, that you need. Uh, you know, I, I, and I'm not sure with our frame if it makes it in or not, but I've got my hover helmet in the back, which I actually got that from Kevin Butler, and I I, I uh, we discussed that on Sunday. So good times are ahead. I really like the hover helmet. It's a solid helmet. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, so yeah, so we we did that, and then we headed back and uh, spent a little bit a little bit more time with my parents, and then uh, drove home and uh, uh, wrapped up the weekend by uh, replacing tires on Ella's car because in the middle of the game, I was getting texts from Kim, our, our oldest daughter, uh, had got a flat tire during the game actually Saturday oh, night. No. I don't even know if I told you that. No, yeah. I, I didn't hear the story. Yeah, Kim was texting me like during the game. Uh, Ella just got a flat tire. <laughs> on the way home and like you know it was like 9 30 or something and it got to the point where i was just like it was in a neighborhood i was just like just leave it let's deal with it tomorrow um Ugh, so yeah so it has now been now we're we're good to go now so excellent well that's thanks uh buying new tires is never never a fun endeavor but uh yeah hey at least every everyone was safe that's the most important thing john right well I don't, I don't really know what else to say the the Blazers did not blaze a trail um, in this in this game. Um, did not, did not. Contrary, contrary to what forty uh, five e behind you has to say, or whatever <laughs> whatever seating zone he's in. Uh, uh, but uh, but yeah. So on onward. Uh, who, do, who do we got next? We got we have uh, the Bizarro Tigers um, from Alabama. We have the team that they can't the indecisive mascot team. Which, uh, to be fair, uh, I've done some research on. We'll get to it on the next episode. But they actually are pretty decisive about their mascot, apparently. Okay. Allegedly. Teaser. Teaser. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. All right. Uh, Well, yeah. So I know for us, that's going to be really soon. For those listening, we'll be back in a couple of days uh, to preview the first road game of the season. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Like, you guys... We had a we had a night game, which by the way, it sounds like we got another night game. More coming, coming. more on the way. They're, they're making um, up for the lack of them the last two years. Seriously, like what? Like, <laughs> yeah, of all the seasons for me to miss all the all the night games, but I'm gonna work. I mean, literally the whole world is coming to town October seventh. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, nope. Uh, beautiful night game was had for at UAB. I'm super jealous. Um, but uh, 
I'm hoping to let's 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 run it back in October, Jim. Like it. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, we got uh we got the Tigers up next. And um, like I said, this was this is what we expected by yeah. and large. So it'll be a little tougher test SEC game on the road and um we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Let's do it. All right, man. Go dogs. Go dogs. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.